Hello, everybody. This is Vic with Armbar Podcast, and here we have Alex and Mike. Thank you for joining us, Mike. I thought it was Miguel. So, so Alex, thank you for having me on your podcast. And thanks for showing up. Tell me what the fuck it's all about. Well, Vic, with your mustache curled up and shit. That's it. You know, um, I mean, we're, we're trying to like promote, obviously, like well being and, and and the the communities like martial artists and veterans. But obviously, uh, for me and, and us in, in, in the room, we're uh, we're all jujitsu practitioners. You know, you guys are students. I'm a teacher. You know, I teach. I'm a non-paying student, if you want to call it that. And we just want to tell people like our story, you know, from like when we were we were in the in the core, like for Miguel and I, or for whatever branch you're, you're in. Like, what do you mean, whatever branch? You know, I was <laughs> like, whatever. Fucking Air Force. Don't fucking be ashamed to admit that you have friends in the Air Force. I said, I'll repeat myself. Or superior. Don't whatever branch about. you're in, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, martial arts, you know, like how it, it changed our lives, how it has changed life, and how it has saved lives. And uh, I forgot my fidget, so. Um, but yeah, I mean that's what we pretty much want to do. You know how it just affects everybody's life in a positive way. Cool. It could so be you- anywhere from jujitsu, martial arts, fitness. Could be freaking ballet. Could be you know sculpture, sculpting. You know shit. So, it really so you introduced me to this puton. I know, right? Hey. So best day of your life. <laughs> best day. I know it was my. Ever. I was like, dear diary. That's our our anniversary, bro. <laughs> um. How, what got you into jiu-jitsu in the first place? Um, yeah, so it started uh, back in uh, 2014. Back in Nam. Oh, yeah, no, no. <laughs> oh sorry, you're not that old. <laughs> not that old. I just looked that old. But in 2014, we went to the UFC Fan Fest, Fan Expo in Vegas. Okay. And um, and Henry Gracie and Eve Torres, they were, were they married at the time? I don't know yeah, if they, they were. were yes, they were. They were married, so... Uh, um, but who was that right now? Was that your conscience? So Jimmy Cricket? Is that Jimmy Cricket? Yeah. My, well, that's your designated my, driver. My bad. My designated driver. Uh, Victoria, my designated driver. But anyway, um, went to the Fan Fest, and they were they were doing a, a seminar at the Fan Fest, UFC Fan Fest. And um, we went up and talked to them, and they told us they were having a uh, women's empowerment seminar okay. occurring at the Gracie Were you wearing Academy. an Air Force shirt at the time? Uh, no, this guy was wearing like a UFC shirt. Is that pre or post uh, ponytail? <laughs> pre or post? No, no. Pre or post op? <laughs> no, I'm I'm not a I'm not a hipster marine. So. Uh, right. Carry on. But at any rate, so yeah, so we went there, found out they were having this se- uh, free seminar. My daughter Victoria, who you just heard a little while ago, she was uh, interested in checking it out. So I I came with her to the academy. We checked it out and. She decided that she was going to enroll in the jiu-jitsu class. And since we carpool, I didn't want to be left out. So I enrolled in jiu-jitsu too. That was a long time ago and like a couple surgeries ago because I'm I'm old. I'm 54. So rolling when you're older, there's a little differences and little uh, precautions. You got to go slow. And do you, feel like, uh, do you feel like it's helped you since you signed up? Did you start it, I should say? Um. Yes, when, when I was um, when I became I don't want to say religious about it, but when I t- started taking it really seriously, and I was going, I was trying to go almost two times a day for a little while there. Because mm-hmm. you yeah. did do that for a while, right? Yeah, you were going twice a day. I was losing a lot of weight. It was really helpful for an older guy rolling around, and then I was becoming a little more flexible. Um, I got a I had knee surgery before. I had a, a meniscus 
repair and stuff like that, and I had elbow surgery. You don't have to point at it, bro. It's fucking. Yeah, really, it's, exactly. it's audio, bro. It's not video, bro. <laughs> no, no, it's I'm not rub- fucking operation. I'm rubbing it, so oh, nice. just like you guys are rubbing it. It's all about the line. <laughs> but anyway, so yeah, so you, you learn to work through all that stuff, and uh, you improve your fitness. Everything improves on that. That's so we're stuff. talking about your your your, your injuries. Um, just give us a background on how long. What, what was your um? What branch were you in and um? Your dates of service. So I was a member of the United States Air Force. I retired after 20 years in 2004. So for you Marines, I'll do the math. I started in 1984 plus 20, 2004. Hoorah. So anyway, I retired from that. And uh, after I retired, I retired out of Los Angeles Air Force Base in El Segundo. And uh, became a defense contractor from there. So, and I met you in shit when I got back from Iraq in oh four oh five. I don't know when did you get back from Iraq. It depends on what, <laughs> what deployment, but I met you through the VFW, right? Yeah, it was a so it was a welcome home. I believe it was a Veterans Day. A Veterans Day shindig, yeah. and a mutual friend of ours introduced me to you. Right, and ever since then we've been lovers. Yeah, and you know we got but a trio. I'm on top. We got a trio now because you introduced <laughs> me to Alex. Yeah. I'm in the middle. That's in both worlds. But um, so <laughs> so would you say your injuries prior? Well, I mean, prior to your injuries, were you active at any point? Did um, you? Nah, I was I was adjusting into being retired. Right. So I was fucking. I was enjoying utilizing the remote control of my television. Mm-hmm. So getting fat, lazy. getting fat and happy. Yep, getting yep. fat and happy. There you go. So you know it happens. So it was good to find something to occupy my time that is both um, uh, physical fitness oriented and self defense uh, oriented. So always wanted to take a martial art, and I never think it would be jujitsu, but I, I appreciated. I appreciated more after I was able to learn what it was about, see how effective it is, and um, yeah, cookies so, are ready. Yeah, cookies are ready. Let me ask a question: Did you did you look for anything, or were you trying to you know? Did you ever do anything like let me go look for a fucking taekwondo class at the at the no. Y? Nothing. No, never. nothing. Did anything that attract you? No, like, I, I was a high school wrestler, and that was about the extent of it. Never yeah. did anything else. So uh, I did take a, like a. This but I'm not talking about in high school. But I'm talking about like after you got out. Did you say fuck? Let me let me look. Let me do something. No, it was it was just the Pilates or anything like that. <laughs> yeah, the YMCA. No, there's nothing wrong with that, by the way. There isn't. I, you know, I'm sure you're an expert at. <laughs> I am. So I, you would say that you fell in love with jiu-jitsu as soon as you started? Yeah, I did. Um, it was the the way it was taught, the way it was presented at the Gracie Jiu-Jitsu Academy was um, was conducive to learning this new art for me. So. Um, they, they have a unique style of introducing uh, new topics, ensuring that you learn them, and there's no stress. It's not it's not what you hear about other jujitsu academies where they like pound you, they beat you into submission. It's <laughs> like a, it's like a crucible, it's right? Like pound. <laughs> it's a crucible for uh, for people to go through in order to gain any kind of uh, um, knowledge. But at the Gracie Jiu Jitsu, they they're interested in making sure that you learn the movements, the techniques. And let me ask 
the person, by the way, guys, uh, this is Alex talking again. Vic was just speaking about his journey, but the one that was asking all the questions is our boy Miguel, my brother, Devil Dog, Miguel, veteran, combat vet. So let's uh, let's let's hear your story, bro. My story is short, man. <laughs> I started about a year ago, but it's pretty wide. Man. Pretty wide. That's what she said. Um, so long and thin will get you the big and fat. That's where it's at. That's where it's at. The only re- the same way I was asking Vic if he tried anything else because um, after I I got out of the Marine Corps, um, same thing. Just fucking had a couple of knee surgeries and just couch surfed. And um, I'm not gonna lie, I tried a bunch of different martial arts. And Marines don't lie, by the way. <laughs> Try to try a bunch of different martial arts Speaking and um, truth, yeah. and you know I and, and it's true because once you, I stepped into Gra- uh, Gracie Academy and um and, and it it was just I would say was, as corny as it sounds it was like love at first sight because mm-hmm. I have tried I went to Jeez, I'm, hey. not, I'm not even gonna say the names no I'm not gonna say the names it? yeah we're gonna bleep I'm gonna it, whisper it I'm gonna bleep it just whisper no, it. I, I went to different Typo. Ac- <laughs> was it typo <laughs> no uh, went to different um um, um curves. No, fuck you. <laughs> Went to different academies and um, they're all about competition. Yeah, it's all about the point system, and they'll throw you in there as a white belt with a bunch of different black belts, purple belts, brown belts, and they're trying to get you ready for competition. Um, I went to um, again. I can't fuck. I'm not gonna say the name, but I had, I had a coworker invited me a couple times to his academy. I but think they, it rhymes with Lily. Yes, there you go. It rhymes with Lily. And <laughs> there's nothing wrong with that, by the way. Yeah, there's nothing you wrong if you're into that. If you're into sports jujitsu, but you that, that wasn't what you were looking. for. That's not what I was looking for because they they just throw you into the sharks and you already fought a war. You don't want to go. Yeah, into I don't want to go in there and yeah. just you know there was a lot of hotheads trying to just just literally break your leg. As soon as you get in there, I, I got caught in a, in, a, in an ankle lock, and I'm like, "What the fuck is this?" Yeah. There was no technique for it. There was no technique into it, and I just did not know what I was getting myself into. Mm-hmm. And there was another one that ends with Baja California, and you know, I went to that one for you know the two week um, trial, and it was the same thing. It was all about points. They were just trying to get you into competition, and they wanted me to compete right away. And I thought that was pretty ridiculous. Because I did not know what was going on. So as soon as I went to the um, um, Gracie Academy, they just, it's, every day they teach you a technique and they'll break it down, mm-hmm. like we say in the Marine Corps. Um, Barney style. Barney style. Mm-hmm. And that's what um, I feel. Crayons and all. Crayons and all. Um, that's what I felt that was the most important thing if you're trying to learn something. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm uh, about a year into it. I've been away for about three months due to my knees. But it's something that I still go at least once a month, catch up with with Alex, mm-hmm. and um, it's 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 been a great journey, and I and I hope I could I, I could share with you guys, with the audience, um, my journey. Uh, I I I feel inside that I'm I'm gonna take this journey for the long run and and see how far I get to it, and I want to share the trials and tribulations mm-hmm. of of what people go through, what people are embarrassed because. One thing that Alex and I have talked about that when I started, it, it it was embarrassing for me. I just felt I was too big. I wasn't flexible, and it was just it was kind of embarrassing just to step onto the mat. Um, I would you know I just didn't want to raise my hand. I thought like I'm, I'm a grown ass man. I'm not gonna raise my hand, yeah. ask for help. But there's the good thing about the Gracie Academy that the, there's there's always a modification for something. Mm-hmm. And I, Alex and I share stories about people who have quit because they felt the same way. Mm-hmm. So we just we're here to just that's one of part of our mission statement too, just to be here for people to to sit. There's a, like a yin and yang. Alex a black belt, 
I'm a white belt, and we both want to share our stories on how to get through certain phases of your of mm-hmm. of your you know if you want to call it a career or even just your journey in jiu-jitsu. There's many reasons why people quit, and Alex could get into that because he had he's had people talk to him mm-hmm. about their, their their reason of quitting, and that's what our mission one of our mission statements is like people like Miguel that 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 feel that way that want to try try something like like jujitsu any martial art really but then feel like oh man like uh, I like it I love it but I don't want to keep on going because I'm embarrassed for whatever what is it what is that thing that they say about people who first start you know hitting the gym you know you feel you feel like you have to be fit oh yeah you, people <laughs> feel like they have to lose weight before they you, you go, go to, to the, the gym, gym yeah because you don't want to be that fu- yeah you don't be that yuhu you know yeah and, but so and I used to think of that too um, when I used to when I was trying to go to the gym mm-hmm. but then I would tell myself mm-hmm. I'm, not, I'm not going to the gym for anybody else but myself I mean so, you, you think that and you feel that but but when it comes to it like when you start putting on your 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 gear to, to go work out then that doubt hits you like man I don't look like him I don't look like her I, sh- I, I think I need to look like that every time when I took the tour of the gym I didn't see anybody that looked like me so let me lose weight before I go there I mean I know I felt like that and I still feel like I, and I feel like that even in jujitsu, and I still feel like that right now compared to like the, the instructors that I teach with, you know. Yeah, I, I don't. I didn't have that same thing. Well, aren't you freaking dandy? I am. I'm, I'm like John Wayne you know over what? here. I'm not there yet. No, no. I'm just. It's a journey, right? Yes. I just accept the fact that I'm at the beginning of my journey, and that, and then I look at I look and see where um where my journey could lead me, and I and I just have my goal set. You know, you have the short term goals. And you just try to achieve those little by little stepping, you know, they're, they're little stepping stones okay. so that you it helps you to be successful mm-hmm. in a shorter period of time than, than rather than looking at the long term mm-hmm. and seeing how far away that goal is. Mm-hmm. It helps me. It just helps me to have a shorter, short term goal that's achievable. And then that gives me, uh, it keeps me motivated, right? And I think that'd be kind of great to like to hear like, like uh, this is our first, you know, first episode, but it'd be kind of great to hear like what our listeners w- think about this. You know, like how many of you guys have achieved, like, say, a black belt in any martial art, and and what were your trials and tribulations, and what were your your, your strengths, and what did you use to, to get out of that, or the people that even tried it, did it, loved it, but then quit for whatever reason. You know, and it doesn't matter what martial art, whatever whatever um, hobby it is that you that, that you enjoyed or enjoy. But to hear like what what are your what are your stories? What, what was it that 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 happened to you? What was it that that you used to to overcome it? Was it motivation by someone else? Was it motivation by you know because you were could, because you served or motivation or, or self motivation? You know which is one of the hardest ones, but one of the best you know tools to have a weapon, I should say. Well, I mean, that, I mean, we like I said, it's our first episode. And we, we we did a, a run through and. And I think it's good that you're here because you have a different perspective of it. You who? Um, you're, you're, you're saying that Victor, <laughs> Victor didn't. Uh, did, did, he had no Victoria. problems. Victoria. No, no, I didn't. Say I had no problems, guys. Everything oh, was no, dandy. Yeah, yeah. I showed up. You know, no, um, I was born with his no, mustache. But, you know, but, but that, <laughs> I was born with his mustache, man. I get it from my mom. Um, oh. But that's good to go. I mean, I mean, it's everybody's different. Well, just like you guys are Marines, right? So in the Marine Corps, I'm sure they start you out with just the eight box of crayons, <laughs> and you eventually get to the 64 box. So it's just it, eight it wasn't stuff. easy, bro. It, it wasn't, wasn't easy, bro. Not it easy. wasn't easy, bro. But you were looking forward to that sixty four box of crayons. But um, same thing. <laughs> but what about you, Alex? Well, Color when did, in the lines. Uh, Color in the lines. <laughs> it's okay. When did your journey start? And 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 
And what do you? How do you feel? I mean, you just earned your second stripe. Congratulations, thank you, thank congratulations, you. brother. Um, you just earned your second stripe on your black belt bit. I mean, we talk about the blue belt blues and mm-hmm. also the black belt blues. Yes. Did you talk? Well, just explain. Talk about your journey when you started. Okay. And have you ever just been stuck in a rut? Like you've been. You started as a white belt. Nobody gave you a freebie. Nobody said, "Here, I'm gonna give you a fucking black belt within five years." Um, did you ever get stuck, or do you feel stuck? How do you feel nowadays? Do you ever feel that you're as a black belt, like fuck? Where else am I gonna go? So why am I gonna do this? Okay. Well, uh, my journey began when I joined the Marine Corps. You know, 2001. Got out 2005. I was looking for something. I was looking for, believe it or not, like 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 something to, like a striking, like a keto kickboxing Muay Thai. And believe it or not, it was like. 15 minutes was too far for me you know like I don't want to drive 15 minutes that's ridiculous so the academy was like two minutes away from my my house literally and they had a special sign up for a month you get a month for free so they let me milk it let me just go for it I, I signed up fell in love with it I knew that's what is what I wanted to do you know um, not only as a hobby but as a as a career day one Vic is on the way to take a piss it's oh, that whole bladder bro oh, no. <laughs> We're gonna need like little sprinkles here. And there. <laughs> oh man! So, but uh, but no, I mean, um, so I fell in love with it and I believe in it, and then man, here I am today. But uh, as far as like you know, like my trials and tribulations, you know, just like going going to the gym, like we were just talking about. Um, <laughs> let's do the sprinkles. You know. Um, just like the gym, like you feel like you need to work out to be in shape to even like start. So when I when I popped my head in, man, I saw a bunch of guys, you know, you know, six pack, fit, skinny, lean, you know, tattoos and everything. And I was like, man, I don't look anything like these guys. But I gave it a shot. I asked them like, hey, how long does it take to get a blue belt and a black belt? And uh, the the front desk uh, lady laughed at me. Blue belt. They said, there's been a couple guys have been a white belt for like a year and a half or two, and a black belt to get in this family. She just laughed. So I told you, no, I'm going to be the fastest blue belt and black belt. And sure enough, I got it within like six years and some change, the black belt. And um, So you got your black belt within six years? Within six years, yes. You know, that was my goal was five years. You know, I just, I, I set my standards high and um, and I got it in, in six and some change. And um, and you asked me like, did I ever get like the, the blues, you know, like the blue belt blues or the black belt blues? And I did. Of course I did. You know, I mean, I got more of that black belt blues recently. The blue belt was my favorite belt <laughs> I don't even know he flushes right <laughs> he washes his hands uh, for the for the people listening if you don't if you can't hear our, our good friend Vic he was in the bathroom sprinkling away in, um, in the toilet and he did wash his hands I've got to touch his hands to see if it was cold or not um, but um, but yeah so um, blue belt was my favorite black belt you know yeah, of course it's a great achievement and the black belt blues I'm talking about is like you know as a marine we have goals we have we have drive and I still have the drive but the goal like I already met like I got my black belt so I was a little I was I was in a little funk and of course I'm out now which is great but uh, it just goes to show you that no matter what level you're at what belt you have um, that you're always going to have those trials and tribulations you know but you know but right, knowing but, that you can get uh, out I'm sorry bro you sound a little bit scripted bro just fucking be oh, real no. just be, be real. fucking be real recently we just talked about how you were in a funk bro why did you feel that way um let me hydrate real quick. Um, I mean, I just fell in the funk, man, because I feel like, you know, I feel like I, I I didn't have a goal anymore. You know, my goal at that point was 
Take I'll a be black your goal. You are my goal. You're my <laughs> remove the goalie, bro. You know? Here we go. <laughs> um, like I was like, man, I have no physical targeting. I have no physical goal. You know, of course, learning and teaching and, and seeing people grow is obviously is a passion, but uh, as a as a selfish thing, like I had no physical goal. You know, and that, and that kind of wore me out, and I, and I started to like be in a funk of like not going on the mat to train for myself to teach. Yeah, that's one thing, but for myself, and it was like a good like eight months, almost a year, where I didn't want to spar at all, and and my 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 escape, which was the mat, was slowly becoming my prison. So I had no outlet for for anything, and and that affected my life. You know, not just on the mat, but but since it's what I do for a living, but also it affected my job, my relationship with with uh, the people in my life, and even myself. You know, to the point where I hit a major depression, and I mean, thank God that I that I finally got out of it. So that was my. Um, which, what do we call it? my my struggle? No, so you just felt like what? Well, fuck! There's nowhere for me to go. Is this all, is this all I'm gonna do? I'm gonna you, fucking. You thought you were at the end? You thought uh, I was at the uh, end? Your journey or what? Um, I didn't know I was at. The, I didn't think I was at the end because I know jujitsu is, is endless. You know, yeah. it's, it's an adventure. Um, but what made you feel like fuck? We all know you, there's it's endless, right? Yes. What made Alex feel like fuck? This man. is this is it, man. Like I'm stuck here. Why? Like what? What was it that made you think like where? Why am I stuck here? You know, I think it, it goes back, to, not goes back, but it goes like, you know, it's kind of a hard question, man. No one's really asked me that, but I think it, my life was like not going according to plan. Well, Alex, <laughs> yeah. this is your life. This, <laughs> but was it, okay, was it just, okay, was it something personal happening in your life or did it have to do with jujitsu or... You just yeah. lost enjoyment? You just lost it? enjoyment? Well, you know what? It's just like, I think the... No I challenge? Mean, two, two of our black belts, you know, like ended their lives, you know? And one recently, but uh, the one that no shit the, like they ended it or they one their is life un- came to an end. No, one was unconfirmed. Um, the second one was he he ended it, you know. Yeah. So the the first one was a, like a year year and a half ago, and I started thinking about it more. And I was like, man, he's not here anymore. And he's one of these guys that was just great, always a fun to be around with. You could hear his laughter across the hall. His name's Joe, and I was like, I wonder what was going on with him. You know, and and if, and, it, and the more I thought about it, you know, I was like, man, he was a black belt. He was this, and I was like, I bet you he felt like he had no no reason to be here anymore because he achieved his goal. You know, and then I started thinking about me, which I know I shouldn't have. But then, and then other things in my life were, were happening. So it was just like one big clusterfuck. You know what I mean? So I don't know, man. It was just more like me being a vieja, me being emo. Listen, I was listening to The Cure for sure too many times. You know, you fucked up listening to The Cure, bro. Yeah, man. But you know, I mean, I mean, I mean, people, I mean, I, I mean, to throw your name out there, bro. You're you're one of the fucking head instructors at Gracie, and it's not just me saying it. Yeah, you, you know, Henry Gracie calling you one of his best instructors, bro. I mean, you're, it's up there, bro. So I, you know, for you to feel that way. I would I would call it more personal because we don't want to scare people saying fuck I'm gonna get a black belt I'm gonna get stuck and fuck oh you. no 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 <laughs> so you know yeah no, throw that out there too yeah bro. my bad you know thank you as <laughs> I was you know I, no. I gotta rule you back in bro this is this is just me you know my own personal demons you know you know the life I've lived and so forth but you know? we're talking about the arts bro so like we say we talk about the blue belt blues you know people we call it blue belt blues because what you get your blue belt. And you're, you're, you're thrown into the sharks, yeah, and you're just yeah. fucking scared. You're fucking rolling, mm-hmm. and people quit because of that. Yeah, and um, and we talked about black belts blue as well because 
you earn your black belt, people think like, fuck, where else am I going to go? Yeah. So... Man, I'm in the fucking white belt blues. Well, you know what? Fucking, a, you know what? I've been a four stripe white belt forever, but I yeah, you have, bro. You're, my ass you're like a fucking terminal lance, bro. You're a fucking <laughs> yeah, E3 with two uh, service stripes, bro. Like, what the fuck, dude? It doesn't help if I don't go to the academy. <laughs> yeah. That shit ain't um, me. So, I mean, the whole point I'm, I'm saying this is that that. Everyone goes to these like like plateaus, goes to these funks, you know, no matter what level you're at, no matter what age you're at, no matter what, you know, state you are in your life, you know, but just like anything we know is only temporary, you know what I mean? Like I said, I was in this for like a few months, almost, I mean, not a few months, like almost a year, but I got out of it, you know, and, and I hope me saying it out loud will help someone else say like, you know what, if it could happen to a black belt, two-strike black belt that teaches at the Gracie Academy, then I shouldn't feel so bad that it happens to me as a white belt, blue belt, purple belt, brown belt, even black belt. You know what I mean? And the reason I say that, well, the reason I ask those questions too, because I know that just the martial arts period has blown up since shit. Chuck Norris. (laughs) I'm just saying. Oh, it's Bruce Leroy. Just Bruce Leroy, right? Show up. Who's your master? Show up. Who's your master? It's it's blown up. And I know like academies are are blowing up like a dime a dozen and they're coming down a dime a dozen as well. So anybody who sticks to any fucking martial arts right now. Russ Kondo. What was it? No, no, no. Napoleon Dynamite. No, Rex Kondo. That's what I said. Who wants Roundhouse with these pants on. Um, I know, you know, martial arts are blowing up. Like, you know, everybody's, you know, used to walk around with their fucking affliction shirts and shit. uh, I'm pretty sure that was you, huh? Negative. (laughs) In the core. Negative. As a fucking boot. Negative. (laughs) Negative. Negative. Tito Ortiz is my hero. Uh, Don't get us started on that, bro. But, you know, people, people are, you know, like at the UFC gym, you know, people. Pay their membership and they get a you know I'm not I don't give a fuck I took a class there too and it's shitty, um, but it, it takes commitment and we also talk about how what you know even the prices scare people you go to a good academy and it's, it's not cheap it's man. not cheap and it it's not cheap and that's another thing that that you will, can't pay but it's you, priceless you though. can't you, you can't expect to get a Ferrari with a but while paying like a Hyundai price, you know what I mean? Right. You know, you get yeah, what you want. Dodge Charger. Or Dodge, I got a Dodge Charger, you know? <laughs> You're going to live in that, you know? <laughs> Dig, dude. I live in that, you know? <laughs> but but it, there's a lot. There's many. There's, a, there's many. Oh, I got it. <laughs> Alex drives a Dodge Charger. <laughs> there's many reasons why people quit, but yeah. once you're in there, you still got to, yes, there's still a fucking whole obstacle course, you know? Yeah. Just especially now with, um, with the Gracie University throwing in that fucking combatives belt doesn't make it any easier, bro. It just throws another step. Like fuck, I got to get through this other step, dude. Yeah, but 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 the things that I mean, I'm not gonna lie. Like when we got that belt, I was somewhat against it in a way. Well, explain to the audience what the combatives. Oh, belt is. I mean, in jujitsu, the the belt's just white, blue, purple, brown, and black. At least I say brown, right? So. With our system is that you, before you get your blue belt, after you pass the combatives test, which was uh, 36 techniques, 23 classes, which prepares you for the street. And then after that, then you start learning the rest of the thousand techniques or in jiu-jitsu sport and, or, or not sport, you know. But, um, but then our blue belts were, were getting discouraged because, man, like our blue belts weren't rolling like other academy blue belts. They were getting, the other blue belts were using like sport techniques that our blue belts weren't used to. 
So then they came up with the combatives belt, which was kind of like the, the, the intermediate belt. In the, so people would see that belt and would ask you why you're wearing that belt from different academies. And they would tell you, like, you know what? We pass our, ba- our, our beginner class, and now he's learning, like, the sport aspect of it, you know? Which even though in the beginning it may look, look dumb, I guess, for, um, according to other people, of course, you know? But in the long run, it's way better because now people know, like, you know what? You're starting... You know, I, I'm not going to go as hard as this as like I would with another person, you know, because you could get a, a, a blue belt and another blue belt from a different academy and the other academies is going to go even harder and just tap you out with like some issues that the other our blue belts would not know. And which is OK, because our blue belts are just street ready. But the good thing about like, I mean, before we had the combatives belts, like our blue belts would be able to survive a street fight because we're not used to the gi, not doing all these crazy tournament rules and stuff like that you know so then the other academies from what I've heard would not know how to defend themselves from a punch or anything because they would just go for points get like a uh, use the material the gi to, to control them you know not not being aware of like the punches or closing the distance and so forth you know so is a combative belt something that they're throwing in because to mix with all these other because all the other competitions all the others all these all these I, other academies nowadays I thought when they introduced the Combatives belt. It was an effort between the Gracie Academy and um, Hickson Gracie, yes, and the International Brazilian Jiu Jitsu uh, Federation. So they wanted to have a, a distinguished belt that signified that you were qualified for street tactics, which was, them down. which was what exactly <laughs> what what Elio and Carlos tried to develop. They wanted a self defense system. Yes. That was beneficial to a smaller individual on the street if they came across a bigger, stronger opponent. Yes. So, so they wanted to ensure that 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 um, history, that lineage, was carried down uh, instead of just this competition jujitsu that you see everywhere. Everybody's doing this smash, mm-hmm. smash jujitsu right. and stuff like that that you see. A, in, in competitions, mm-hmm. they wanted to go back to the foundation, the roots of uh, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, which was street self-defense. Correct. So whatever I said, delete it from your head. And whatever Vic said, download that. <laughs> so, see, it's a white belt. It's a white belt. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. But that's that's how I see it. So yeah. No, well, you're absolutely right, man. That's, that's you know, What the I'm, fuck were you talking about? I'm just going up like what, what other students and what other people that were hating it and the students that were kind of... I don't say embarrassed, but they were like... That's just a layman's terms, right? It's not. Yeah. He, he's seeing it from an instructor point of view. That's the way he sees it. How from he implements it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and as a student, I see it a different way, right? No, but, they, they were, we're, we're, we're both not wrong. Right, exactly. Yeah. Good. I just have the better point of view. That's <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> but no, but I mean... Crane technique. There you go, crane. The flying, <laughs> flying swan, I don't know. But I mean, this whole podcasting is, is freaking is, is dope. You know, like me and uh, Miguel, we're, we're t- we always talk about it. You know, and then we just sat down, we're like you know, we got we got to you know start it. We're like, yeah, we'll do it next week. We'll do it next week. And then until Miguel said, like you know, we keep t- we we're all talk. We got to do it. And then here we are today. And it's also because there's a bunch of podcasts, but they're they're always speaking at a professional level. Mm-hmm. And I mean, there's always somebody famous behind the mic inviting somebody that has. One of you know UFC championship has someone who's been in the game forever, and you know I would listen to it myself. Yeah, and it's it's like okay, it has nothing to do with me because I'm not at that level yet. Mm-hmm. 
So we just want listeners to feel comfortable and just ask questions. Ask questions. You can email us questions, and we'll plug the email later. Mm-hmm. But and have a point of view from somebody who who's who's teaching it and somebody who's learning it at the beginning level, mm-hmm. and also as um, as two veterans who also take into three veterans. Three veterans. Three my veterans. bad. My, my bad. bad. My bad. Fuck. Who also use it as. As, a coping as, as therapy Because mm-hmm. it has been therapeutic for myself um, It has been therapeutic for Alex I don't know about Vic mm-hmm. It's all cool, yeah It's There's like no ego You. It's really mm-hmm. surprising You go into this world famous jiu-jitsu academy The the creators of Brazilian jiu-jitsu And you go in there And there's no ego From, from Orion, the red belt mm-hmm. He's more than accommodating To help you learn his art. He wants to show, share his art, mm-hmm. and, and the same is with Henner and Hiron Gracie and mm-hmm. all the instructors at the academy. They want you to learn mm-hmm. their art. They want to share it. So there's no, you don't run into that um, that ego that you might run into somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Like just like if you're not a martial arts practitioner, mm-hmm. if you were going to a gym and you see some buff dudes and they're going like, to World's Gym, that's how they yeah, go. Right? Yeah. They're like, walking around. It's my first day. It's my New Year's resolution yeah. and I'm going to go work out for the first time ever at yeah. Gold's Gym. It's yeah. not like walking into Gold's Gym. Yeah, yeah, we want to set you up for success, not for failure. Exactly, right? Mm-hmm. And, so and they, just like I had to say at the academy, check your ego at the door. And, right. and it is like that. And, but, and don't pick it up when you leave. And don't pick it up when you leave. <laughs> yeah. um, but it's... It's what you said, Vic. is It's very true because it's it's real homey. It is. It's and as much as you see, oh, yeah. you go in there. I swear to God, you go in there and you're you got a pucker factor of ten. Yeah. Because you're like, oh shit, they're they're gonna smash me. I'm new. I, I'm the new guy. And I'm gonna lie. I, I remember just walking in, just walking into that fucking the, door, the doorway, and you see that that name, that name, that name, and then they have the um, the museum of all their legacy right mm-hmm. in front of you. So that was from the Gracie Academy. Not, yeah, not, yeah, that was from the Gracie Academy. Um, you walk it's in, very there, intimidating. Yeah, and it's the lineage is literally walking everywhere you go. You could run into them, and they're very humble. They're, they'll they'll shake your hand. They remember your name. They remember who you are. And not to mention some of the big names that you could that walk in that, that door. Eventually, you run into and you're like, "Holy!" Well, not shit. only that, you, I bet at at one day in the week when you're training there, you will actually get trained by Henner or Hidon Gracie because mm-hmm. they they are there to help make sure that you learn the techniques. Yeah. It's not just their, their faces on the poster. Yeah, they're, they're actually there. They're actually there. Yes, no, yeah. they're actually there. Yes, they're, they're actually there. And usually, too, a really cool thing is your first class. They always, um, they always try to recognize whoever is their first timer. They pull them aside, and if Hedon, uh, if Hedon or Henner Gracie are there, you'll get to train with them one on one for your first couple of lessons. Right? I mean, your technique. They'll show you the first. I mean, techniques. not the first couple of lessons, but it's the first like 10, 15 minutes. You know, yeah. we'll push you aside. You know, give you a little introduction. And um, and you pretty much introduce you to to this great art, you know, yeah. to this, this new world, the new beginning that that's going to change your life. Even if you do it for one day or for t- or from for for ten years, you know, once you walk in, you you're never the same. That's true. I I, I you you'll fall in love with it. Mm-hmm. You know, um, don't don't worry about it. Don't be intimidated. Um, go there. And become part of the family. That's mm-hmm. what I say. Yeah. 
And, and we're talking about the Gracie Academy right now. We're talking about jiu-jitsu. But just know, like, um, any martial art is always welcome on this podcast. You know, sorry, that's my dog right now. Um, Shira, um, if, if you want to be on on, 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 the, on an episode with uh, with an art, with a, with a specialty, with a skill that you have that you want to share with the world or or – or anything, you know, if you have any questions, you know, just always, uh, you could always email us. Always email us at Mike and Alex, um, dot arm, armbar at gmail.com. Email us with your questions or email us with any suggestions. You want to have a certain guest from, a, you know, certain um, art. Um, just drop us an email and um, we will definitely get back to you. And if it's easy for that person to come and um, join us at the armbar, we will definitely have them and discuss whatever. Um, technique or art that they're um, specializing in. Oh, and especially we, we can um, we, we mention it, but also any veterans that 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 are just you know going through some uh, through anything through struggles or have overcome struggles, you know, just email us, uh, send us a message, or you can f- or or follow us over here on Instagram at uh, armbar armbar underscore podcast, and we just we'll hit you guys up and just know that we are beginning. You know, this is our first episode and many more to come. And and just know that we're here for, for one another. We're here for you guys. And we're going to have other special guests here from celebrities to fighters, from everyday guys, from, from veterans, from from anybody, you know. And we you heard that right. We have celebrities, fighters. We have veterans. We have, we have um, published authors, um, people in the jiu-jitsu world, people in different type of martial arts world. We will have them on the podcast. Um, just want to thank everybody for listening for, um, to our first episode. Um, Vic, do you have anything else to share? Oh yeah, definitely um, veterans and, and Marine veterans. If you have any crayon questions, send them. Because <laughs> uh, these guys know their shit. We know our, our, our we know our shades of pink. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Fucking, purple, man. It's purple grape, you know. Purple grape tastes delicious. <laughs> Anyways, thank you, thank you for listening. This is Mike. This is Alex, and this is Vic. Thank you for listening to the Armbar. Hurrah. <laughs>